This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. It's Laura. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. Welcome back if you've been here before. And thanks for checking me out if you're just tuning in for the first time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's talk today a little bit about what happens when people are projecting their stuff. It comes up a lot. And one of the things that happens is I get to talk to people who are usually at the receiving end of all of that projecting. And what do we do with that when it happens? And why do people project their stuff everywhere? Why do we throw stuff around? So I compare that to kind of throwing snowballs, right? So we take our wounds, we pick them up into little balls, and we toss them at people. We make little daggers out of them and we throw them. We do that for lots of different reasons. One of the big ones is we're probably not yet aware of our own wounds and our own triggers. We, we just don't understand. And so when we get mad, what do we do? We blame people for the fact that we're mad. It's your fault I'm mad. And therefore, I am going to try to wound you by projecting my, by throwing my pain at you. I used to do this. I was very much a projector. I was mad at myself, but I was also mad at the world a little bit. And so I would toss, I would toss everything at anybody that got in my way. I used to say, you know, because I have a fairly long fuse, I don't get mad very quickly. It, it takes a while. So if, if you can hang in there long enough to piss me off, you're, you're asking for it. And so one of the things that would happen is that I would project if, when you make me mad you're probably not going to like what happens on the other side. And I used to make it the other person's fault. Don't hang in there long enough. I give you plenty of lag time here. It's not like it's a mystery. I'm going to tell you, you want to keep pushing? Okay, guess what's going to happen? And and that was kind of my my attitude. That was how I how I dealt with things. Needless to say, we don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> but what happens? Why, why don't I do that anymore? Well, the first part of that is that as you kind of go through this process of what we call awakening, where you kind of become aware of yourself in the experience a little bit, as you start to do that, you kind of get to a place where you recognize your own triggers, you recognize your own buttons. And in some ways, I guess maybe you just, you realize that projecting just probably isn't helpful. And, and so you kind of stop doing it. You start to recognize your own stuff and you stop throwing it around. That's a big one. And it's a really important one. And, and, and if that's you, you know, like, congratulations, because that's a, that's a big deal. That's a very, uh, very healthy thing to recognize and to be able to do for yourself and for the people around you. You don't have to throw your own stuff around, right? The second reason that happens is because is again because we've become aware of our own wounds, but kind of in a different way. We're aware of the pain 
of the wounds that we have at that point. And the awareness is not only, well, that's mine and I don't need to toss it, but the, aware is, the awareness is also, that's mine and it hurts and I don't need to do that to you. The, the awareness is kind of, it, it's twofold. So, okay, we get some awareness, we don't project, but then what happens when we're still surrounded by people that do project? What happens when we stop giving it out, but other people still are? Consciously or not, they're still, they're still passing it out. They're still throwing those snowballs at you. What do you do with that? So one of the big things that you can do for yourself is just recognize that that's pain. Recognize that when they do that, they're tossing you pain. You've hit a button. You, whether you intended to or didn't intend to, you, 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 you've, you found a button and you pushed it. And now the person is throwing at you. So recognize it for what it is. You found a trigger, you hit it, they're throwing at you. Here's the dagger. It's pain. It's pain. So can you recognize that pain? What I encourage people to do with this is find compassion. Have you had a similar experience to this person so that they're throwing daggers and, and you can recognize those daggers because you have them too? You just don't throw them around necessarily? Can you, even if you haven't had the same experience as that person, you have no idea what the button is you pushed, you have no clue what's going on, can you get to a place where you can just simply recognize pain and be compassionate with that pain? So I often say, if it's not yours, don't pick it up. So when people are throwing daggers at you, when people are projecting their stuff at you, and you end up with a souvenir, you get a snowball, you get a dagger or a 10 or 12 or 20, it's not yours. And you need to recognize that, that that pain is theirs. Even though you triggered it, <laughs> that pain is theirs. And folks, it's not the other person's fault that they triggered you. It is not the world's job to tiptoe around other people's buttons. The things that people throw are, aren't ours. And the trick is we have to find that compassion. We have to be able to say, hey, wait, that's coming out cause pain. I hit a nerve. This is part of becoming aware of, the, of yourself within the experience. Now you're becoming aware of other people in the experience and you're recognizing the, the levels of pain that people have based on how they're reacting to the outside world. Projecting is kind of an easy one because it's so obvious. It's right there in front of your face, right? They're calling you names or they're wounding you or they're hurting you or they're saying mean things. It, it's right there. It's kind of, it's right in your face. 
But the natural response is to want to defend yourself, right? Because that's what the ego does. The ego naturally wants to defend itself from these things that are being thrown at it. But there's really no reason to do that. I mean, unless the person is physically coming at you, there, there really is no reason to do that. There's, there's nothing to defend. The, the ego wants to defend itself because it wants to take all of every, every, everything everybody says personally. I can't talk today, apparently. It wants to take everything everybody says personally. It wants to be wounded by all of those experiences. That's what the ego does. But there's no reason to be wounded by another person's pain. Ooh, I like that. That's meme worthy. There is no reason to be offended by another person's pain. Because it's their pain. It's not yours. And chances are, it's probably not even about you. It's got nothing to do with you. You tripped over a button. And we trip over each other's buttons all day long, guys. It's, that's, not, that's not something new. It doesn't just happen once in a great blue moon. It, it happens all the time. We trip over each other's buttons constantly. And there's, there's you know, some of that is the universe showing, showing the person with a button what the problem is. There's that, right? So when your when your buttons are pushed, that's your trigger. Okay, okay, what what's there? What do I gotta do? Right? Aware of yourself within the experience. Oops, that triggered me. What do I do with that? Where's the wound? What's the button for? How did that get there? Hey, wait, right? That's part of it. And now you have an opportunity. Even if you respond badly, let's say you project. Even if you respond badly and you project out, you have a choice now. Can you own what you did? And even better, can you own the wound that caused you to do what you did? Can you find it? Do you know what it is? And then can you fix it for yourself? Can you heal it? Can you release it? Can you, can you remove the button? Right? So we're not aiming for a world where nobody, where nobody hits your buttons. We're aiming for a place where you don't have buttons to get hit. Where it doesn't matter what people are saying or doing, you're not bothered. That's the goal. That's what you're going for. You're going for a trigger-free environment, not because everybody around you is a perfect angel, but because you've healed the buttons. Projectors are some of the best people for hitting buttons. They do a really good job of it because they're constantly throwing stuff, so they're more likely to hit a target, even accidentally. And in some cases, they're trying, especially when they're pissed off and mad, right? So in some cases, they're trying to hit buttons, and depending on how well they know you, they will. I used to do that. That was me. 
So the deal is, you have to be aware that that stuff's not yours. You leave the dagger on the ground. Because that's where it belongs. It's not a souvenir. You don't take that home. That's not yours. That's their stuff. And if you're aware enough, you don't even have to toss the dagger back. Because you know. And you're aware that the ego wants to defend itself. And that there's nothing to defend. You suddenly know. You suddenly have awareness of yourself within the experience. And then you just don't do it. The reason compassion helps is because it stops you from defending yourself. And it removes the pain of whatever it is they're saying. Compassion changes the emotion from anger or the need to defend. It's a, a complete shift in how you feel. Compassion allows you to recognize pain. And when you recognize pain, you're less likely to defend yourself against it. Right? We don't need to get mad at people that are already in pain. We're not helping the situation at that point. We're actually adding to it. Right? When you respond that way, it actually wigs people out. They really don't know what to do because they're not used to it. It's a completely different response. So it'll actually wig them out. It might actually make them matter <laughs> at first. They're not used to it. Because people don't respond like that. When somebody is projecting their crap, we want to defend ourselves. We want to throw that thing back at them. That's what we want to do. But what if you found compassion? That'd be weird. And people would look at you funny for a while and they'd be like, what the hell was that about? But you know what? It's the better response. That is becoming aware of yourself within the experience. And aware of other people, right? So remember, we have a very limited perception of the people around us. We only know what we can see and hear, quite frankly, right? If you're intuitive, those of us that are have that some, some empath ability, those of us that have some intuitive ability, maybe we can pick up on some things that others can't, right? Kind of cool. And by the way, everybody has those skills. You're just not open to them yet, right? So, okay, some of us have some extra ability, right? <laughs> we cheat a little bit, right? Like looking at the Coles notes, right? Okay, that's cool. But for the most part, we have fairly limited, and even with that, even with those extra skills, we still have some a fairly limited perception of people. And the trick is we have to just sort of recognize each other. We're recognizing each other's pain in some cases. Sometimes that's the relationship. You literally just spend your time recognizing each other's pain. And when you can recognize pain coming from another person, 
right? Without it needing to be obvious, without them needing to be crying or screaming mad. When you can recognize the pain in another person, it gives you the ability to change the response. But you can only do that if you're aware of yourself. It doesn't work if you're not aware of yourself. Right? So that's that higher level of thinking that I talk about sometimes. That's that helicopter ride we, we talk about. <clears throat> that's the idea of getting up and out of the experience. Right? So that you're not just staring at the bottoms of those trees anymore. You're not just in the forest, right? So people are trees <laughs> in these analogies, right? In that analogy that I use of, of the trees and the helicopter, people are trees. And people can be all the same to us sometimes, right? We, we kind of lump everybody together, especially when we get sick of people. We just lump them all together. <laughs> they all begin to look the same, but you see, the trees are kind of talking to you, right? The trees are telling you things. And it's a big jumble of stuff. And what the helicopter does is it allows you to get out of the noise. The trees are all squawking, but you're, you're up in the helicopter, so you're not hearing all that stuff going on. You're not paying attention to it. It doesn't matter. Right? And it's interesting, because of the way I've had to come at my healing process and because of the way the the healer in me has developed then the coaching coaching and I, I don't like that word it there, there I don't have better words I'm not really coaching anybody but the idea behind coaching has been that and and when I talk or do blogs or anything like that I, I don't talk about the 3D drama. I don't I don't talk about that stuff down there in the trees. We don't we don't have the conversation about density. I don't do that. Why don't I do that? Because it doesn't help. The drama rama that happens in life is not helpful. It's it's part of the story that we're making up about what's going on in the world. And I'm not saying that when you're when you're telling me the re replay or the play by play that you're lying. <laughs> But that drama, when you tell me the play-by-play, -play, reinforces the wounds. So when you come back to me and you want to tell me about drama-rama, I'm probably going to cut you off. Because that's not helpful. I don't want you to reinforce the wounds. Let's get in the helicopter and look down at this and see it differently. When you stand in the trees and you retell me the story about what the trees did to you, you're reinforcing your wound and you're reinforcing the trauma and you're telling me about all these souvenirs you picked up all along the way and it's all garbage, by the way. It's all crap. You picked it all up and you're telling me about it. And you're saying, look, mom, look what I got. I got this thing, right? And it's the dog that brings home the dead, the, the, the dead whatever, the cat that brings home the dead bird, right? Like, that's what it is. Look, look what I got, ma. Nope. I'm going to cut you off at the pass. We're not going to have that conversation. I don't want to talk about drama because that's not solving the problem for you. 
I'm going to drag you and put you up in the helicopter and I'm going to say, look down at this now. What's actually going on here? What's the wounds? Recognize the other people. Let's put some context into this. Let's look down. Let's see what's going on with this other person. What's going on for you? What's actually happening? What was all of that? I don't want drama. He said, she said, doesn't solve anything. Okay, let's figure it out. And then, then I'll show you where you can find compassion. Then I'll show you where the pain is. Then I'll show you your own button that caused you to get ticked off. And then we'll work on that. Because that's what needs to happen. That's how we use our experience in a way that's helpful to us and not more harmful. And it's interesting what happens for me now when I deal in my day to day. Because I do that with you, I do it for myself. And it's an interesting way to look at the world because I see the levels. I see the very human drama-rama thing going on. But then I can also look down and I can see the pain. I can see triggers, old ones and new ones. I can find all of that stuff now. I recognize all of it. I see everything on these different levels. And it's very interesting what it does to my ability to interpret my life and the things that are going on in it. Because now I don't even have to be bothered. Drama-rama doesn't even matter anymore. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not bothered by my experience anymore. And that's the interesting thing, is people all have their stuff. I'm not bothered by my experience anymore. Because I see it so differently. So now when you come to me and you work with me, I cut you off. No, we're not talking about drama-rama. Let's look at this up here and out of this stuff. Let's get out of it. Okay, where's the pain? Because that's the thing we need to deal with, right? When people are projecting their stuff, they're just making it obvious. This, that's the, look at me, look at me, see my pain? That's all it is. People projecting their stuff are just looking to be seen. So can you recognize it? And if you're sitting here listening to this, and you've been doing that for a while, this isn't your first episode with me, then you understand the idea of becoming aware of yourself within the experience.
we understand that we're not just 3D focused anymore. And when I say 3D, I do just mean the thing, the drama thing that goes on out in the world. We're not 3D focused. You have the ability to look at it differently and change your perspective. You see yourself in the experience and you say, these are my pain points. This is, these are my triggers. This is my stuff. And you start to recognize that. And you don't need to throw it at people anymore. And you don't need to defend yourself. You recognize it as not yours when it comes to you from other people. You're starting to be able to see people. And not only see others, but also see yourself. And you see yourself in those people. You recognize the wound because you dealt with it. Because that was your experience. Now you can find commonality. Because you're not so dialed into he said, she said. And guess what happens when you find commonality, when you find common ground with other people? Compassion gets easier. Conversation gets easier. We don't need to fix people anymore. We're not trying to change anybody. We're recognizing wounds. We say, been there, done that. Now we're not fighting anymore. We're not arguing with each other. And guess what? Your life calms down and the drama stops. Because you're no longer doing that. So that even if people are projecting at you, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care because your ego's not busy trying to defend itself. You don't care because you recognize the pain and you're okay with that. You fix the buttons. You're not bothered anymore by the things. I made peace with the past so I don't have to be wounded when somebody brings it up. I can own the pain from the past now. So when somebody says you used to do this, yeah, you're right, I did. And for me, that's a, that's a, that's a gigantic leap. <laughs> Because I was the person that would never admit to those things. I even own the wound now. That was something I would never do before. Can you see that in other people? Can you recognize those things? Do you see for yourself? Now you can find compassion. It's easier. It takes practice. It doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to be perfect at it. You're still a human being. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm still a human being. That's normal. But then when you get by yourself again and you have that 10 minutes and you sit and you, you, you naturally, the brain goes to it. 
instead of the he said, she said, instead of replaying the drama in your head, what can I do with that? What do I need to gain from that experience? You also have the ability to make a different choice, right? Especially if you responded badly. So you have the opportunity here now to decide you need to apologize or own your own pain or do something of that nature, right? But the other part of that experience is that now you can say, oops, there's that button. I got to deal with that, right? And it gives you the opportunity to immediately recognize and heal. You get to turf the button. You can get rid of the button. You don't need it anymore. It's not helpful. Once you see it, it goes away. Once you get rid of that button and once you heal, then when that person does that thing again, now you're responding entirely differently. And now you're no longer bothered. One less thing to deal with, one less drama point in your life. It's magic. Is magic what happens and how it shifts your reality when you remove a lot of the buttons, when you start to recognize pain, when you get up and out of the drama of the 3D world. It's amazing what that does to your experience because it calms it down. It calms it down considerably because you're no longer taking on the drama. The drama goes away. So you get that calm, peaceful existence that you're looking for <laughs> because you're not dealing in drama anymore. You see things so differently and much more clearly, honestly, even if still limited, much more clearly. And that clarity is what allows you to leave the things alone that aren't yours like all the daggers people like to throw. All right. Okay. So thank you so much for listening this morning. I hope you have enjoyed this um, episode today. I will be back on Monday. Have an amazing weekend, everybody. Stay out of trouble and, uh, you know, try to pay attention. See if you can pick out pick out the daggers and stay out of the drama. Have an amazing weekend. I will talk to you on Monday. This has been Laura with Spirituality Unpacked. Have a good one, everybody. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your way out the door from whatever platform you are listening on. Thanks again. Take care. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.